Welcome to the marvelous ones here on ntnradio.com. All those other great places you get your podcast. Hey, for the network here, the NTN Radio Network, numbers are up because people are home and listening to more podcasts. Guys, isn't that a good thing? Yeah, yeah. more podcasts. Not if you don't have any content to talk about. Nothing's going on. <laughs> That's exactly like both both shows I do on the network are like completely current events content stuff. <laughs> well, we're and there we're, just isn't any current content. I mean, there's no current events. We're in the middle of everything like is. Like we're, in the, we're in the middle of a desert. We're in the middle of a more set movie or song. You know, where, where everything's ironic. You know, gas is plummeting, but no one's going driving it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm not sure that's irony, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just feeling space here. We got space to fill. We do have right. space to fill. <laughs> and we have fill to the fill it. You know, I'm I'm a little worried. I, what Two things. One, I heard a genius idea today. Uh, some guy on some talk show that I was scanning around the dial while I was driving, guy came and he's like, yeah, already booked my ticket for the Super Bowl weekend flight. He's like, right now, I'm flying first class for like 36 bucks. Dude, that's, that's, that's not... <laughs> hey, man, that's kind of... Uh, you gotta, that, is, that is freaking genius. I, my guard was up when you said I heard something genius. Like You might have heard like one plus one equals two or something, but... <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, man, I should be looking at flights. That's a smart move. I was impressed. Well, uh, I go to Vegas every year because there's an award in my name, Warren. It's called the Nicole Award. Your name's Warren? Uh, just the name, name dropper. <laughs> I know, but it's, my own name. It's, got, it's come to the point, it's come to the point with his name dropping. He started to use his own name as a name drop. That's got to be some kind of low-level stuff right there. High-level, other way, other way. But that that's just a great – again, I go to Vegas, L.A. every summer for this thing, and, heck, I can get like a $36 first class. All in, man. i, I got to find $36 somewhere because I'm not getting income at the moment. But, <laughs> What's the income? <laughs> yeah, where's my check, Warren? I keep checking my account. <laughs> Hey, Warren, check the check. I keep checking his account, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, um, the, so one of the things we talked about last week after the show was over, what were we going to do for this week? And we said, well, let's watch a quarantine-based movie and talk about that movie. Each of us watch something, and we'll talk a few minutes about it. Turns out I'm the only one that did the homework, and I regret it. To oh, I watched one of the worst <laughs> movies it was horrible. So who was on Netflix? This might actually be better than you talking about a movie you like. <laughs> Tell us about it. It I was about hear. a pandemic flu, and it was bad. Not the Ooh. flu. The flu. I would have liked to had the flu, so I would not have to watch that movie. <laughs> it, it was bad. Don't Man. if you if you have a Netflix account, find the movie. Put it on auto delete so you'll never see it again. That's, what, that's the what's best the thing movie? I need to do. The flu. Oh, it's actually F-L-U. called the flu. Yes. Sounds like a classic. Is it? Is it like lower quality than Sci-Fi Channel movies like Behemoth and stuff? No, it, 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 they tried to make this a good movie. It just wasn't. Now, now hold on. The acting wasn't all that good. 
hold on, Warren. Now, hold on. Was it spelled F-L-U or F-L-E-W? Because you might have been looking for a different theme in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could flew away from that movie. So I'm not going to lie here, Warren. I just did that for titles related to the flu, and I don't actually have a movie called The Flu on my Netflix. You sure you got the right name? Was this a dream, Warren? Yeah, I'm pretty pu- <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Try, just try flu, not the flu. Maybe it's just flu. Okay, I can try that because I'm. I just want to know who's in it so I can be like, "Who? Are you sure you're on Netflix?" Well, it might have been Amazon. Whichever uh, it was, it wasn't worth it. It was it it it, it was ninety minutes of terribleness. Well, see, this is bad. Uh, in the- things come in threes, and Phil poo pooed. Um, uh, Harley Quinn, now you're poo-pooing this. That, this means, like, my next assignment film is going to be poo-poo. You, well, yeah, I, I think poo-poo things are way better. Was yours done, like, was it a Chinese movie? I'm, that, that's so racist. Was it a, movie, a South Korean movie? Uh, I think it well, it could, part of it was it was in, yeah, it, it might have been South Korea. Yeah, parts of it was. But it was was everybody it was in Asian? Not everybody. Uh, not 50-50. Oh, okay. There are anyway, anyway, it just wasn't worth your time. I got to put it this way. Ever After Reloaded was better than this movie. <laughs> hey, which I did watch. <laughs> that's the one you right, that's a lie. I left my computer watching it when I slept. That's so, and for those of you who don't know... And for those of you who don't know, Ever After Reloaded was a film that was made and produced and directed and starred. Who? Somebody that's on this team. That was me. I admit it. <laughs> okay, so it starred Phil. It doesn't, so, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Just go on 2B TV and, and Ever After Reloaded. Do the there you go. Let yeah. it run. You don't have it to watch was, it. Just let it run on a tab. And the little, I will, little money tree jingles every time. People are going to watch that. They're going to run that and be like, NTN must stand for the No Talent Network. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Fernando, I will give you credit. Your movie was better than The Flu. <laughs> Another ringing... You know, here's the thing is, I'm going to have to go watch The Flu because Warren didn't like Avengers Infinity Wars. He didn't, no, he just he said, just said, he just said it was okay. Meh. He just said meh. Yeah, it was meh. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was okay. It was okay. Meh. Well, that means the flu's probably just meh to a normal person. No, no, the flu. No, don't waste. Don't waste your time watching this episode of Star Trek: Next Generation since you're trying to get through that for the first time ever. I, I am. That is what. That is a lot better. The worst show, Star Trek TNG, is better than this movie. You know, am I the only one that gets creeped out when TV shows or anything has bugs that crawl in your ear? Nope. (laughs) (sighs) That just creeps me out. I didn't like those episodes. Well, I mean, I liked them, but it was, yeah, they they creeped me out because it it, it could happen out there in the space world. So, I mean, a space force. It could happen out here in Front Royal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Front Royal is like a cricket or something. <laughs> that's a, that's a scary. 
is that episode you're talking about? Is that the one where they found a, a uh, another species trying to take over the Federation? Yes, that's where I am at, and I haven't finished okay. watching that episode. I'm midway through it, and you oh. people called me. You are going to love the ending then, because I don't. That I don't was know. an awesome scene. Well, well, you yeah, can't. Well, you can't spoil it. I won't. Re- I won't. I won't spoil it. Even though that's something we do quite regularly around here. <laughs> I will try not to spoil this for you. But the ending of that, for, you got to remember, this show was in the, in the 90s. In the and 80s. And whatever it was, I don't know when that particular episode came out. This show, you got to remember when it happened. So when you see the, when you see the climax scene and you see what happens and you really put it in the time frame of when it really first occurred and you'll go, wow. I can't believe they did that back then. Okay, I, I will look at it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that sounds pornographic. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but somehow uh, I doubt that. No, I'm, it wasn't. Okay, I, I'm, I'm still reeling over here. You don't remember reeling? I'm still reeling over here from the ringing endorsement of my film Ever After Reloaded, which you can watch on 2B TV. <laughs> <laughs> and. Like I still, it, the 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 semi full on racist statement is it Chinese? Oh, maybe Korean. <laughs> Korean. The Korean movie. I thought Chinese at first because you know look alike. <laughs> wow. Uh, you yeah. know I, I would totally be upset, but I deserve it from that. I like, pulled the Google up and all the names for that movie were like Sung Ying King and some all these other names, and I was like. Oh, that must be ch- one of these Chinese <laughs> movies, but it was South Korean, and now I'm I'm a racist. I can I don't know what else to say. I'm not gonna say I didn't say it because I did. Keep, keep, keep digging, man. Just keep digging deeper. Yeah, you're, you're, you're digging. Keep digging. You're, yeah, you're on Oak Island. And you're digging deep. <laughs> pretty, pretty soon, I'll be close enough for them to punch me themselves. <laughs> <laughs> if it, if it oh God. If it sounds like fallen silverware, it's got to be one of them Chinese. <laughs> Ching chong, <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. I've grown up with you. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you, we were just banned in Beijing. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, well, right on top of the heap. <laughs> Everything's banned in China. Yeah, um, we're probably the last thing they're worried about. <laughs> Uh, like anyways, um, <laughs> statistics. I, I, All right, so but neither of you guys, you know, watched the movie, so you know, there's that. I gave you guys a terrible movie not to watch. I, I took the hit for the entire team. You guys pick something else out. It's about time you took one for the team, right? <laughs> like you, you haven't seen a real crappy movie for the team in a while. I saw Birds of Prey, right? I feel like the full movie can't be that bad. Hey, I watched Justice League. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, part well, hey, I, I watched I watch Ever After Reloaded. Shut up. We should get Warren for next week. Let's do a review of that. Um, well, good. You know, that, that, that sounds kind of good in premise, but then it just seems like a shooting gallery <laughs> at, the end, at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, I don't... Yeah, I don't actually, it'd be too easy. You know, after this whole quarantine's over, Warren, 
We're going to watch that movie and do our own, like, Mystery Science Theater 3000 to it. Yeah, the oh. big, big giant. Oh. oh, my God, that's going to be so fun. Like, <laughs> maybe like we'll it. make our silhouettes so big you can't even see part anything but, like, maybe an inch or two of the screen. That would be even better. <laughs> Your big fat head, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh Anyways, hey, that was a student film, okay? I didn't, I wasn't even sure which end of the camera to shoot, and it got out there. So I'm saying a naughty word in my head to both of you guys, to your face. <laughs> yeah, right on. I'm with you on that. <laughs> so moving on, not a whole lot of big sci-fi whatever news, but we'll take what we can get. Uh, there's some Dunage coming out, the reboot of Dune. Yeah, you know, I remember watching it. You mentioned before the show, if I saw the announcement. I remember watching it, but I don't remember a ton about it. I, I remember at the time being, like, impressed really? by some, some of the sci-fi in it, right? But You're I just kidding. don't remember that much. It was the giant worms who created the spice, which allows uh, them to fold space and be able to travel, you know, solar system to solar system. And you had House Arconan and House Atreus in a war in which Atreus was betrayed by some of their people and, you know, they got conquered. Did you uh, just watch No. That, you're, you guys don't realize, you are in my wheelhouse when you talk science fiction. All, most of the stuff I can just reel off because, you know, I've read the book. In this case, I've read the book. So I've watched uh-huh. the movie. I even watched that half-baked remake back in the early thousands, 2000s, early, early knots or whatever it is. And the TV is it wasn't good, is but it, uh, the original one with uh, Cal McLaughlin and Sting, I, it still stands the test of time. I think. Is it, yeah, I'm really curious to see. Uh, okay, I'm really curious is, to see how this new one does. Is Warren uh, because we're doing this over the phone now, non person? Is it me, Phil, or is it maybe you're getting excited, Warren? But his, his country drawl accent seems to be coming out more. It kind of did on that. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, well, it just it started leaning more and more. Y'all, y'all better just settle your butts down in that seat and just shut your mouth. And drink some sweet lemonade what? and some grits. And- no, <laughs> no, Warren, tea. That was the one, that's the one where, like, the monster worm thing, its mouth opened up into, like, a big, like, diamond or something shape, right? I thought it was trying It was, to like, eat. huge. Well, it had three, like, Three lips, for lack of a better word, and they were giant sandworms. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, yeah, I'm just, you know, and it's been a long time them. since I saw that movie. It was a long I feel time like ago. I should go back and watch yeah, it. I, what were we, like 12 or something? It was just, it was kind of like. Yeah, about um, that, 11, 12. It was kind of like, uh, ah, it's escaping Blade Runner a little bit. It, it was just sort of advanced for our age when it first came out, kind of thing. A little too mature. Yeah. Because when you when you described it, Warren, it almost sounded like a spinoff of Game of Thrones or House of This, House of That, and Betrayal. Um, I, you know, that is a good observation. I can't believe I just said that, but it's true. <laughs> I wonder if they got because I think Doom was I can't remember who Ron L. Hubbard I think is a, is he was the author. Anyway, I think that came out before all the Games of Thrones stuff, but maybe uh, oh definitely that guy took. Took some ideas from the Doom. Well, theory. everybody borrows from everybody. That's the quote-unquote yeah. way it works. 
I'm looking at the reboot though. So it's got some cross franchisey stuff going on. We've got Josh, Josh Brolin. So we got Thanos and, uh, um, uh, what's his name from Deadpool? We've got, so we got Josh Brolin and we got Oscar Isaac from, uh, the new generation Star Wars. And we got Aquaman, Jason Momoa, Momoa. And you got, uh, Jax the Destroyer. Dave Batista's oh. in it. Oh, I didn't, he's not on here. On the Lark on reading. Or at least I didn't see it. So there you go. Oh, so well, he is on the wiki. And they, they mentioned Rebecca Ferguson, but I don't know what she's in. She, but they, she's notable enough to put there. Rebecca Ferguson, that name sounds familiar to me. I'll look it up. Um, yeah. Oh, she was in the Mission Impossible franchises. She was in a couple of those. That's why I know the name from. Hmm. Well, I'll I'm the I'm the better. I'm I'll M deber her. Yeah, I'm deber. Yeah, she was in a uh, uh, two of the Mission Impossible ones, I believe. Oh, oh, I see. The, her connection is she was also in Men in the most recent Men in Black. So that that dips her into the sci-fi genre realm. And yeah, yeah, she's. I guess she's. Yeah, I don't, I don't recognize her. I, I'm not a big. I enjoy the films when I watch them, but I'm not, like, a big fan of the Mission Impossible. Yeah, I, I just, uh, the name sounded familiar, and there was just, uh, somewhere I saw an article about the the Mission Impossible 7 being filmed, and I guess that's where I pulled her name from. I just, when you said Rebecca Ferguson, I was like, wait, I, I just read that somewhere, and I know, I know that that's one of the films that I think is, I just read an announcement was shut down during the filming, maybe. I'm sure that's what I read. Jumping topics for at least a moment. Because they're, they're shutting down, obviously, all all production. Uh, specifically, <laughs> I just had a thought specifically with Netflix. I know you guys don't follow it really closely, but it's still the number one show. Stranger Things, they shut that down. These are kids. And it, it could be Stranger Things or any other show where they have, like, tweeners or someone in that middle school age. Oh, yeah. From 6th sixth grade to, like, 10th grade they change quickly so so i'm gonna have a deep pull here i don't know if you guys it's just one of those trivia things i read about i didn't necessarily consciously notice <clears throat> definitely subconsciously but in the movie vacation did you notice <clears throat> excuse me that by the time they made it to wally world um russ was like a foot taller than when they started the film because the original ending of Vacation was they went to the uh, Wally or the equivalent of Walt Disney's house, and that's where it All ended. Right. They they changed it so um, it was they, and they the, the audience loved it, but they didn't like the ending, so they reshot the ending with what we now know. That's why Russ was like a foot taller, and when they did that whole uh, the the whole running scene in the parking lot towards the entrance, um, you can you can see that he'd grown quite a bit. So anyway, the whole point of that I did not know that. The, yeah, the point of that rant is with, with Stranger Things, those kids are right in those like 13, 14, 15, even 12 year old range where it's going to be like, hey, let's go over there. They climb the hill and all of a sudden they're two years older. Yeah. Observation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or they shot like the end part of something and now in the beginning they're a foot taller. <laughs> right. I, th- I imagine there's going to be a lot of reshootings. Yeah, maybe. That's more money. I'm yeah, I know it's more money, but well, uh, you're awful liberal with other people's money. <laughs> I, I am because I'm waiting for mine and your check, Warren. 
Warren. He's a, I don't know why Fernando's getting excited. Fernando, you're never going to see it. It's going straight to Phil's account. <laughs> Woo, that paperwork worked. <laughs> anyway. You know what? I will sent you an article. Uh, did you see the one where the, the dude got $8 million in his account? <laughs> no. Is this some kind of joke? No, for real. He, he went to take a couple hundred dollars out expecting his twelve or $1,700. And lo and behold, he had a whole bunch of zeros behind it. Um, he reported it, and then it, they, it disappeared. But, yeah, uh, I was on. Dummy. Dummy. <laughs> I, I would move that over to the savings account instantly. When they, when they turn around and said to me, oh, no, 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 that was too many zeros, I'd be like, that's the same thing I was saying on the. On the deposits, on the uh, withdrawal clip, that's just a typo. I didn't, I like took $1,200 out. Yeah, I, I must step further. I would have said, that's what I said on my way to Sweden or whatever country you can't explain. <laughs> the Maldives. <laughs> How did you find me here? <laughs> Write to me. Uh, I'm, a new, I'm a new prince of Nigeria. I'll be sending you to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have artwork. I need to move out of a Nigerian prince's house. <laughs> Oh, you're bad people. So are we still talking about doing a little bit, or are we going to go on yeah, to we, a minor topic? We can do either. Okay, well, you guys... I think, we, I think unless you unless you know what characters they're playing, I mean, we know what the story for Dune is. So the fact that they're making a new one and they got some big names in it sounds like it's going to be interesting. Are we going to watch it? Are you going to watch it? I'm going to yeah, watch, watch it. it. I, now I'm going to rewatch the old one, because... It's odd that there's like a sci-fi movie from my childhood that I don't really remember. It must have been, uh, must be, I don't know why. Normally I remember those things. Actually, because I'm on the, I'm, I'm on the IMDB site and, um, I probably should let Warren know that I worked on the, uh, one of the re-releases back in the 90s, um, doing like the VHS release and, uh, Laserdisc back then. Of I Dune? didn't watch it. Yeah, no, I that's what you said earlier, but... I didn't watch it. I didn't, didn't design, watch it. I helped redesign the cover and the box, the jewel case. Just letting you know, Warren, I had another, another affiliation with uh, the, the big... Do you movie. have any uh, proof of that? I could dig it up. It was just really... <laughs> if I remember correctly, it was just like a picture of sand or a desert and then the title on top. It was an easier job. Uh, I'm just saying... Why don't you prove it? Post something up on the Marvelous One Facebook page, available on Facebook, and anywhere you get Facebook. Hey, you the know Marvelous I, One. I, um, oh, I, I, right at hand, because I'm looking at it, I can put up the Star Trek uh, box that I, I produced with, um, I forgot his name all of a sudden, but the, guy, the actor who played Q. I could throw that up on there. Um, and then maybe Delancey. Added, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, see, I think they're... One of them's open. There were, back, then, back then, if you wanted to get something like a screensaver which, or a game, they came in the big giant boxes just to get a little disc, which that, and that's all but uh, obliterated now. You don't, you don't go on shelves anymore. It's all, it's all downloaded, just like movies. Yeah. Like, ever, well, like I said, prove it to something up on Facebook. All right, that's enough one. of that. Let's get into another topic. <laughs> I'm, I'm right, tired of both of these. boring you as well. That was boring me, so you know it's boring the listener. Right? We're going to be the only, we'll be the only podcast in history whose <laughs> numbers go down during <laughs> mandatory quarantine. <laughs> I feel like 
My God, I don't want to listen to that. I kill myself. All right. I'll help help, help control the, the world population. <laughs> yeah. Less people will be having sex tonight because of us. Okay. Well, next minor topic. Um, uh, Splash, one of my favorite movies as a kid ever. Uh, my first film crush on Daryl Hannah because you saw her butt in like not even side boob. That was like full on boob when I was 12 or whatever. Uh, with Daryl Hannah, Tom Hanks, so Ron Howard's like second film ever. Disney, even. If y'all recollect. <laughs> and that's when she was like, woo! Oh yeah, she was definitely well in her prime, or early prime. Um, but no, they're doing the CGI because apparently, uh, children don't know what butts are and we, we're, we're gonna be offended by a, a derriere. Non-sexual. She's just coming, if I remember correctly, which I, as a kid, I made sure I documented in my head. Um, she comes out of the water the first time, whatever, you see her butt, she swims, you see her butt, and a little side boob here and there when she's swimming around. There's there's no kissing, there's no flirting, it's just, you know, it's what, it helps the story. It's just nudity, it's like artwork. Yeah, well, it is art. It, it, it doesn't, it's not blatant, it's not, uh, there's a term I can't uh, recollect for the moment, it's, you're not doing it for flash value at all, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's what a mermaid does when she's naked and comes out of the water with legs. Until you put I mean, I just pulled up an image of that, right? Mm-hmm. Just because, just trying to remember what it looked like, because it was phenomenal. But, like, yeah. it wasn't even like it was, uh, it was so bad that, you know, her hair was like halfway down her butt anyways. Right. But now they've CGI'd it so it goes all the way down her butt, just the way, reverse of uh, taking away the mustache on Superman. And it's going to be noticeable, and at least, I don't know, it just goes back to the purity of things, you know, Han Solo shot first, when uh, E.T., when he says, when he calls him penis breath, just don't don't go back and, and start, you know, chipping away, just just let it stand on its own, because it's, it's, it's also a period piece, it, it's a reflection of the times, what was acceptable, not acceptable, and I'm going to shut up, but yeah. And, was, and I remember, it was, what, PG-13 or something, wasn't no, it? No, straight up PG. Straight, straight up PG? PG? Yeah. Yeah, because you had, like, that underwater boob shot, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the big one was coming out for the first time at the, because I remember it specifically, uh, at the um, the Statue of Liberty, where she comes to visit Tom right. Hanks' character first time, and you see your full butt walking, and then I remember the the one uh, Ranger Rick guy going, bocce balls, and she's just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It was, it was appropriate, and... There's the one time when he was, they were on the island when he had fallen off the ship or whatever, and they see each other as grown-ups for the first time, and she just walks up and so naked, and it's Tom Hanks. And it's it's perfect. It's what a, a nice, good guy would be when a beautiful woman walks up to you naked. He's like, uh, hi. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. And just to, I don't know, it feels weird. It feels like we're going back to the 70s, like Three's Company, where it's taboo to talk anything. It's all innuendo, and... You know, talking about sex, it's like you're in sixth grade again. Did you see the sex? Where? Where was it? Did you see the sex? Yeah, the like, corner. we wear women with, like, clitoris hats. We we have women that go and do a parade with clitoris hats in D.C. every year. You didn't even say vagina. What? You just went straight to clitoris. I just went straight to the clitoris. You didn't say but to have Daryl Hannah's butt in a movie is wrong. I, I don't understand. Haven't they watched Games of Thrones? There's, there's, there's none of that stuff against the throne. 
That's a good child's film. I'm TV Joe. Maybe we can coin, <laughs> uh, coin a phrase right now. It's the, the Disney factor, the Disney effect. They're just going to push their agenda, uh, what we think is good, what we think is bad. Love the alphabet people. and uh, But, oh, no, a butt crack. <laughs> run away, run away. <laughs> fuss it, fuss it. Come on, come on. Man. Are they the only ones doing it? I mean, I, I haven't really been, I don't know if I've been paying that much attention. I don't know. It just it, it, it makes me think. It, well, it's because it's Disney, and that, it's it's because it's now on Disney Plus. So that's why people have made note of it. So between that and then, uh, hey, look, it's the most powerful, uh, most powerful superhero in the universe on the team. Whatever you're doing, whatever fight you're about to win or lose, or helping somebody else, if you have a JJ, leave the battle and go help the most powerful person here. <laughs> I don't know. It just uh, I'm I'm still a little. Still a little I guess. Maybe you can hear me. <laughs> you're you're still completely bitter about that. <laughs> did my did my voice get a little country? Like like Warren? You did. You were you you sounded like Bella's your bird to prey or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was just a moment. And and, and I, I will say though, the second or fifth time I, well, the last time I watched it, it wasn't as bad as I remembered. It, it it only was like four seconds or something like that, but it felt like I don't know. In the movie, it. I just hated having it distract me from the overall awesome experience. So that's that's my soapbox. Yeah. So I bring it up again. Well, this, that, that brings up a good question. Is and, and it's not just for sci-fi or, or you know movies from our childhood. A lot of older movies are getting remade, and things are being added or deleted from the original. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Bad. Star Wars, for example, they added you know. Creatures walking around and some other things, and uh, most of it I thought was a good ad. I, I think there's a but middle road. I've seen road. some other movies that were not. See, I'll, 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 as a as a producer, I'll say walk the middle road, put out what because I get it. George Lucas this is his film; it's his vision. He can do whatever he wants with it; it's all his. Um, but put out both versions, make double the amount of money. You know, collectors and Uber fans are gonna go like, "Oh, dang, I want to have both," and you can. Uh, I don't. That's my off-the-cuff uh, uh, opinion. I mean, I always support the capitalism part of that. You know, why not sell two movies instead of one? Uh, I, I'm a traditionalist. I like movies being what I saw when I saw them in the theaters. Right? Like to me, that brings back that whole. It brings back that whole stage I was at in life. You, you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. And, and 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 that's even for like new ones. Like if if they do all kinds of editing and add extra scenes to Avengers on the Blu-ray, and I am watching it and I see all that, I'm not going to be as happy. I want to see the movie I saw. I bought the DVD of that movie because I remembered that movie. It's not like oh, I want to see what the, I I don't. I'm not the kind of guy who wants to see what they add after the fact after they get all this opinion about what the movie should have had and all this kind of stuff, and be like, oh, I really wanted to put this in. Well, if you really wanted to put it in, it would have been in the first time. Again, I think we should make a new profit model, or they should. We should make a new profit model, put on the original, and then sell a sec- separate DVD, sell a separate Blu-ray of this is what I really want to be. I want to have an extra giant dinosaur walk across Tatooine. Okay, that's great, but because, correct me if I'm wrong, there, unless it's pirated, there is no original version of Star Wars available. The actual one that we saw when we were kids. That's not available. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't realized that. I have an old VHS of it. 
that might still not be an original. It may or may not. I I don't know. <clears throat> but that's I like don't it's, know. It's an it's an underground geek thing. You can probably get a pirate version on some Reddit or whatever uh, site, but uh, you can officially get it nowhere. It's the official the. Um, yeah, and that kind of sucks. I don't like that. I don't either. You know, don't, right? It's it. Yeah, I watched. I'll just share this. Like, <laughs> this is not on purpose, guys. Uh, seriously, I. I, I was I was cleaning out my computer and there's a whole bunch of videos I was throwing away from old films um, that I do with what I do with festivals and stuff and I came across this one which was a video I took I was like you know what is this I double click on it it's when I was invited down to Supercon down in Miami a bunch of years ago because somehow the director of the film festival within Supercon and it's a big deal where it's 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 on par, easily on par with. Um, the San Diego Con. It's it's called the Super. It's a really right. big deal. And, and they invited me as a guest um, and wanted to screen Ever After Reloaded. I was like, this came out of the blue. So, heck yeah, I jumped on a plane and down there and I got the VIP passes lines around the block. I just uh, do, 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 uh, skipped like a little girl into uh, um, you know the VIP section. No one's at my screening, but uh, uh, forget y'all, I got in free. Anyway, long and short... <laughs> Kevin Smith did did a, they cleared out the entire auditorium like it, it's on par with the convention center they cleared out the entire space just so it closed out the entire con where um, then they started letting people in with their badges and everything to uh, uh, to watch Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith was talking about when um, it, it's awesome because I'm a, I'm a fan he does a Q and A where he just takes like one question he talks an hour and a half answering the one question. <laughs> Um, and so he talked about being invited on the set of Force Awakens because he's buddies with J.J. Abrams. He gave him a call. He's like, hey, man, you want to come out for a filming? He's like, oh, heck yeah. And he happened to be with Jay Muse and his, another friend of his. And like, oh, man, can you get us to go uh, get us there, too? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Gave him a call. He's like, hey, I have a, um, a couple of friends here. Can they come, too? He's like, no, nah, sorry. It's just the invitation just for you. <laughs> he replied, like, well, he talked to his other friends, like, F you, I'm going. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> same situation with you two if I ever get the opportunity, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Um, so he goes on set and he's watching this. He's talking about the eight monitors and it's, you know, he does films, but nothing on the scale of Star Wars. And he's just in, entrenched and, 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 and overwhelmed with the, the, cause he said one of these big, these big sets, it's usually gr- giant green screens and walls everywhere. But Abrams went straight up. It was all actual props and set in this giant hangar, uh, soundstage. Right. And he had it. They had his assistant say, uh, hey, you want to, um, uh, you want to go check out something neat or something like that? And he's like, yeah. So he got his assistant, go, uh, go take Kevin to, um, studio, um, to studio B or some, sorry, studio M. And he's like, she's like, okay, cool. So they walk over and he said he's in London. They go to this big giant, another hangar bay type situation. They go to, he's like, you ready to come in? And, um, he's like, sure. He's like, it's real dark. So the uh, lady yells in and he's like, hey, can you turn on the lights? So there happened to be like one British crewman. He's like, oh, here you go. Click. Goes in and like he's his eyes just widen and he's looking and it's the freaking it's the full scale Millennium Falcon and he's like what's great about him being a storyteller he's just like us uh, imagine us walking in having like some kind of VIP in and he's looking at the freaking Millennium Falcon the insides are different but the outer structure was the absolute replica and um, he's like he told JJ told him yeah later that that was they took the original schematics and they constructed a full on Millennium Falcon. And at this point, he was saying, like, when he's watching the films and the eight different monitors, and he's like, wow, actual stormtroopers, not just, like, from a Comic-Con, but these are, like, actual full-grade movie quality. It's like watching the movie live, and he's, he's still looking at it clinically and just looking at the specs, and he's still like that. But then he, then the assistant's like, you want to go on board? And he's like, 
Yeah, F yeah. And like to go down and you see the actual plank or the, the hangar bay door that comes down from the Millennium Falcon, and he's still looking like, wow, this, this beautiful is wonderful, still looking at it clinically. And where I'm trying to wrap up to your point, Phil, is like he took that first step and onto the plank, and it took he like peeled off ten years, and all of a sudden it was like yeah. you know when 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 Star Wars was like the the, the new things were uh, the prequels were coming out and the nostalgia there and where his mind was, and he got a little just little twinge of sentimentality, then he took that second step, and then he was back in his twenties. Now it's about the love and when Star Wars really you know mattered or meant something to him, and then he took that third step and he was lost. He was a little kid again. Um, and again, I'm, I'm probably losing some of it because, you know, I'm telling him secondhand, wrap it up. He goes back to, uh, and then he just said he started, um, he started bawling. He just, uh, uncontrollably started weeping. Um, and then he made his way back to the main studio and saw JJ Abrams. He's like, oh man, thanks, man. I just, that was the most awesome, one of the most awesome experiences in my life. And I mean, I'm going to. The last statement, JJ Abrams, like, uh, it's like, uh, and then he told JJ's like, I, I, I'll admit, I, um, uh, I, I started, I started to cry. And JJ's like, yeah, because you're a pussy, MFR. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it was just a great buddy moment, except Star Wars caliber. I had to share that. Yeah. Today. But yeah, I mean, listen, I'm gonna be excited just to go to Disney World for the, for the <laughs> Galaxy Edge or whatever. For the fake Millennium Falcon, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I'm gonna be, uh, I'll be all, you know, like, oh, look at this. Uh, speaking of speaking of Disney, just before uh, just before we get out of because uh, we gotta wrap the show up soon, uh, just because we get out, before we get off topic, I don't remember. I think it was you, Fernando. Were, were you the one who shared the photos of the five hundred first Legion where they're honoring their members who are like doctors uh, and my- showing their. On my Facebook Novacon page, yeah, there was I, I yeah. an article. There's a doctor or a medical professional who happens to be a member of the 501st. Yeah, well, it looks like there's more than one because I went to their page and they're like honoring like it seems like there's quite a few. Okay, no surprise, I guess. Right, which doesn't surprise me, especially because the first time I encountered them in person, I was at a children's hospital. Okay. Right, you know, like I they were walking it. Well, I it was I was at a I guess. I guess the children's hospital was on, like, one of the other floors. They were going up, or they were going up to a children's wing of the hospital I was in and stuff and uh, everything. So it doesn't surprise me that they'd be doctors and nurses, you know. And it, it looks like there's quite a few of them that are, and I just think that that's cool. You know, it's all sci-fi related. If, if you're on Facebook, you can look up the 501st Legion and stuff, check out their Facebook. They got a couple cool things on there, the pictures of the doctors and then the – uh, costumes that they wear when they're out, no, which to me is always cool. Those guys are, but they serious. can't shoot straight. <laughs> but they still can't shoot. And we don't know. You're, uh, <laughs> you're killing them, man. They're stormtroopers. They can't hit anything. You why, why you gotta take you a dig? Yeah, Phil's trying to support and prop them and promote them, and and then and, and you then, just <laughs> you just pull on them. I know. You but they man. can't shoot. You can't either. I'm going to say this and I say those guys. I shoot better than a stormtrooper. Those guys are are serious. They you you can't just like oh I want to be a member. Here's the application, hundred bucks, whatever. They they are on point. They they go after. They they make they they look at your stuff and any of the stuff you buy to, to the armor or whatever you wear, it has to be a spec. They don't they don't play around. Um, 
And when you see them in person, it looks like they practice marching somewhere. Yeah, like I said, they take it they take it deadly serious. These are hard, these are Uber fans. They don't mess around. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Anyways, but, let's no, wrap up the show this week. Can I can I say one more thing just to bring Warren and on the Star Trek world, which is kind of cool okay. too, is that with um, one cool thing with Star Wars because it generates professional that world, uh, just real world stuff, somewhat serious for the moment. Uh, Star Trek. You know how many scientists and astronauts were inspired to become what they are because of Star Trek. So that's what's cool about all of them. Looking. <laughs> yeah, you know when and then when they're wearing Star Trek outfits on the space shuttle little or the uh, space station. Just because they're super geeks and they have the Earth behind them, like that's uh, I don't know what to say. That's, that's awesome. hardcore. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Do you remember William Shatner hosted that thing like how Star Trek changed the world or whatever? No, he's right. Yeah, it was good. I I, I don't remember where. I, it, <laughs> did you did you just pull a Chris Farley? Remember remember. <laughs> 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 That was cool. I totally did. <laughs> he did design the show, and then, and then, it was cool. I did. That's messed up. Yeah, yeah any listener who's a, younger than 30 probably doesn't even get that. Ah, screw them. Those dang millennials. Well, they have, they have time to catch up. That's not our first reference today. You, for all you new people out there, if you're out there, uh, that we do have all our old shows up and everything like that. So, uh, woo, I guess give us a listen. We're glad you're here. We're glad we're still alive. And, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, who, who knows what we'll talk about? Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll jump into some versus stuff, you know, like Batman verse, uh, Wonder Woman or something or. Or cross, you know, Hulk versus Superman or something like that. Or I, I just because I, I had that idea earlier on because someone posted on Facebook. Well, what if the Hulk had super speed? Because what what makes uh, the 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 Superman versus Hulk? What makes Superman better is because or will win the fight is because he has super speed because that's just pure physics. He has, physics. He has more power because he had speed. But now you add that to the Hulk, and we're getting super geeky here, nerdy. But how does that change the balance? So we can get we can get into that. We had nothing this week to talk about, so what the heck? Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, Warren, why don't you come up with a homework assignment for us to do that we'll ignore again? <laughs> I like that. I would, except I didn't come up with that homework assignment. You did. <laughs> well, well, whose turn is it? Fernando, come up with something that we'll ignore for next week. Okay, uh, the top ten people that Batman could beat even though he has no superpowers. There you go. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say the main character in Ever After Reloaded. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Robin, and I mean like Robin from the 60s TV show, could be that guy. <laughs> uh, oh. I have a finger for you. <laughs> this has been the Marvelous Ones here on NTNRadio.com. We'll be back next week. 